Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I have Maria Service back on. She is a stress management coach. She does group workshops, public speaking, one-on-one sessions, kind of all the things. And she and I are going to talk today specifically about therapy. We both have gone to a specific kind of therapy. It's called IFS. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But I think what we want to do is create kind of an open dialogue and open communication for therapy and its benefits and how and when we knew it was time to go and seek that. So we're going to just kind of chat back and forth. So welcome, Maria, to the show. Awesome. Thank you, Candice, for having me on. I was so excited um, when you wanted to talk about this because I do think that it's a great conversation to have, especially for busy women, right? Right. So Maria and I are both kind of your high achieving need to be on the go type of people. But with that in mind, we also both try to practice a lot of mindfulness and we have different things in our repertoire that we have added to our lives, one being therapy. So if I can start our story about this, it's Maria and I met up and in person, we had been chatting online and, and done some podcast episodes and we met up in person and we were sharing our stories. And she said, have you ever tried therapy or do you, do you think maybe you have trauma? And I was like, oh, no, I, I mean, I don't know. And so Maria actually suggested the therapist that we both go to, um, Angie Starr, and I can link her in the show notes too as a resource because I couldn't say enough good things about her and I know you feel the same. Agreed, yeah. And so I reached out for my birthday in March and was like booked a session for for on my birthday and thought, you know what, it's just if anyone questions it, I don't know why I needed that, though. Like if anybody questions this, I'll just say it's a birthday present for myself. I don't know why I needed the backup answer. Yeah, you know, I get it. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. But it was the also I mean, I think that was like stars lining. It was the best gift you could probably get to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so I had a super deep insightful session in that very first session and I was hooked and now I've had many, many sessions, but let, maybe let's share like what is IFS. And I know you, you kind of know a lot more about the ins and outs of it, but can you speak to like what that is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So what's interesting is I always think everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I would have never heard about IFS. So I worked at a rehab clinic probably five years ago now. Um, I started before the pandemic there. I had a coworker there and she is the one who... She was like into different holistic things. She was like telling me about some IFS that she either, you know, used personally. And also she said she would use these concepts with her clients. And so I was like, whoa, tell me more. So internal family, IFS stands for internal family systems. There's some excellent books you can get. I, there's a book called, I think it's no part left behind. I'd have to double check that. Mm -hmm. But in essence, parts work is about connecting back with your whole and grounded self. IFS framework kind of comes from the fact that, you know, you know, we all have like, let's say we might call it our inner critic Mm -hmm. or we have our, yeah, I don't know, like, our, oh, there's my logic mode going on. Like, we, we call it these different things. So parts work is actually saying, you know, those are different parts of yourself. 
Yeah. They developed for a reason. And you start to like dive into meeting those different parts mm. versus being like, oh gosh, that that's crazy. Like I no, like I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I don't know. I think sometimes we think parts work and people start being like, oh gosh, like do I have like a split personality? Like, I don't know. <laughs> we've seen movies, right? And yes. it's like, am I going crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not you're not crazy uh, IFS is just kind of working with all those different parts that we have and how do we integrate that and feel whole again so this specific structure worked really well for me because I could visualize like the different little candaces and I could like yes. ask them to step back so I could hear the other one it was almost like being a teacher trying to navigate a, an argument between a bunch of kids and having, you know, you speak, then you speak, yes. you know, that kind of feeling. Yes. Yeah. So it worked exactly. really well for my brain. And also, like you said, I think I'm crazy. Like I would sometimes be like, why am I like this? Like one of my big things yeah. of for going was this last year when I would get into a car, like if I would leave the house and if it was for any reason, I could be very excited to go. It could be something I really, really was wanting to do. And my stomach would turn. I would be like panicked, anxious to the point where like I'm yeah. literally physically, my stomach is sick. And all I wanted was get rid of this. Stop this. Stop this. Stop this. Why are you doing this to yourself? Like, am I crazy? Like, why would someone do this to themselves? When I was able to work with Angie through this this system, it was hey, maybe we should listen to this part. Maybe this part's yes. trying to get your attention. Let's yes. get curious. Let's not stop this part. There's something there that we need to know. So it was super, super insightful to quit fighting against it. And then I kid you not, after my first session yes. with her, when I realized and could name this part where I could say, oh. this part protected me for so long. This part was so tough. This part is yep. just was in survival mode, but made sure we survived and was just like this thick skin. And she yes. was stepping in every day still and didn't know that we were not in this stressful situation anymore. That was insightful that I could be like, okay, I'm not trying to get rid of you anymore. I'm not trying to fight against you anymore. I just need you to get out of my driver's seat and I need you to not yes. be like in my core. And so now I put her on my shoulder and she's so thrilled and exhausted and happy to be taking a break and taking a rest and doing something else. So it was interesting to think about it like that and to get curious and actually sit with that. Cause I'm not, I was never taught to like sit with my feelings. It was more like stuff them away. We don't, exactly. you don't feel tough if you have this, that kind of thing, let's stuff it away. So then all I was trying to do was fight her off. And then that was just creating more and more issues for myself. So sitting with that yes. really, really helped. Now tell me, how did you know You've been going to therapy longer than I have. You're the reason I started going to therapy. Now, how did you know it was time for you to explore this? Therapy in general can be an excellent tool. Like mm -hmm. I have tried just like regular, I'll say like, I'll call it regular talk therapy sure. prior to IFS. And I did that when I was going through a stressful work situation. Okay. Um, so in a toxic workplace, had gone through, you know, just like a stressful experience with that. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. It was starting to like seep over, you know, into my, you know, home life. I was struggling with managing my stress because of, you know, a certain work situation. Sure. So to be honest, that was the largest nudge of I need to like, I knew like venting was helpful for me. So I'm like, I'm going to like do what I thought was traditional talk therapy. I'm going to vent this out and feel better. Mm. So I, that I will say that's what nudged me into therapy. Once I got past this work situation though, and therapy was helpful for that. Um, I, then all of a sudden we started like unearthing like other things, right? Like mm. things from 
childhood, things that I think you and I can relate, things yeah. that we wouldn't have called trauma, right? right? Like, I think you and I can both attest, like we grew up in safe, loving households. Yes. However, how our parents maybe um, showed up to their emotions, how they managed stress, just some of those different things likely stuck with us. Yep. So I, I started to see some of those threads. And, you know, this is also where I like to share therapy is can be a beautiful thing, but you do have to find the right fit depending on what you're going through. Yes. So the gal that I was working with, it wasn't a good fit. And this is when that similar coworker, she was telling me about IFS and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try it. I honestly went to Google. I searched, I knew I wanted someone who was trained in using this framework. Okay. And I found Angie online when I met with her on zoom, like it was an instant, like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, like your similar experience. I was like, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. And if you're listening and you're, and you're just maybe thinking like, why, like, why, why was this such a good fit? And what I will say is if you're someone who, yeah, you feel like you, sometimes you're wrestling with yourself. Mm. You probably haven't maybe called it parts, but you know, like you, like you mentioned, Candice, you're, you're going somewhere and a part of you is really excited to go. And a part of you is like, I don't feel like leaving the house. It's exhausting, whatever. So if you're just someone where you feel like you're constantly wrestling with yourself Mm -hmm. internally, my guess is that parts work could be beneficial because my guess is you have learned how to you know, resist and push away some Mm. of your parts, which is creating a lot of stress in your body. And so like actually integrating and learning, how do I, how do I do this where all parts are seen? Everybody's welcome here, Mm. et cetera. I just think like, that's why this resonated with me so much. Um, And so, you know, other people listening to that might be an approach that's worth exploring. You know, when you mentioned you have to find the right fit, that really speaks to me because I actually, before you nudge me into going this route, there's years before where I thought, you know, I was heavy into the personal development and things. And I thought, I yes. kind of want to go to therapy. Like, I think I was just in this growth mindset space. And yeah. I just thought, I, I'm guessing this can help everyone. I'm guessing this can help me. Like, I don't know if I have specific things I want to talk about, but I'm just curious what the experience would be like and what I would learn because I was finally learning more and more about myself in trying to get out of this go, go, go type of yeah. lifestyle. Yep. But I started to Google, like you said, and I was like, (laughs) I didn't know where to look. And so I'm just looking up therapy and it's endless and it's tedious and you don't know what will be a good fit. And so that was a big hang up for me. And I think I just wish more people were sharing about it because if I could hear a podcast like this or something, and this was kind of why I wanted to do this, I'm not saying IFS specifically is for every single person, but there is a form out there for you. But I wish more people were talking about their experiences with it so that maybe people like me who were thinking about it, wanting it, had a nudge to do it, but had no idea where to start would maybe have known where, what style at least to look for, because I think it's, it's difficult. And I don't think I would have liked talk therapy, like the traditional talk therapy, like this is really speaking to my soul right now. So, and maybe I would have, I'm sure I could have benefited from all places, but that's the other thing I think too. And maybe you can share about this is even though like, I didn't know at the time where to go with it, I still was probably doing myself a disservice, not trying something. And so if we try it, if I would have tried it, I would have gotten more answers as to, Oh no, I don't like this. Oh, okay. Where could I go now? And I could have figured out the path, but I instead just didn't do it at all. 
I have to tell you about the brand new Align Business Collective, led by Andrea Hansen, Brittany Williams, and myself, Candace Dudley, three entrepreneurs who have taken the leap, left their nine-to-five jobs, and are multi-passionate business owners. We understand your struggles. We have been in your shoes and felt that tug in our hearts, knowing we are made for something bigger. Those racing thoughts that keep you up at night, that feeling in your heart that tells you it's time to break up with your nine-to-five job, we know it too. Join us to discover a community that blends empowerment, education, and camaraderie for female entrepreneurs like you. Our collective offers an array of exclusive benefits designed to elevate your business journey and foster personal growth. We know that hiring a business coach can sometimes feel impossible when you're starting out, which is why we created this collective. Whether you are just starting to realize that you have the potential to create something great or already in the process of creating an exit plan to leave your nine to five or have already taken the brave and bold leap to become an entrepreneur, this is the community that you have been dreaming of. No matter what stage you are at, we are here to support you. To find out more, join our mailing list. Head to the show notes for the link. Now back to the show. And honestly, I just feel like you're not alone in that. I think that was kind of where I was too. Mm. And if you're listening, you're not, you're not, how do I say this? Like you're not doing it wrong if you don't end up going, but I just truly think that's one of the barriers to accessing Mm. mental health services. Not only do we need to like decrease the stigma about accessing, you know, therapy, but then it, it just right now, the way it is, is it's so overwhelming. Like even if I did a Google search right now for Rochester, like therapy in Rochester, mm-hmm. I would get like a ton of results. And I know now, you know, so I've worked for a outpatient mental health um, clinic doing biofeedback for the last three years, maybe. I learned a ton of the back end, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I have become familiar with different types of therapy. I know a lot of the different outpatient places in town. With that inside knowledge, I feel like I would have a much better, be able to make an informative decision now because I know, but gosh, if I was looking and I didn't have this knowledge, I would be so lost and overwhelmed. And on the one hand, like you said, you know, it's worth trying. Mm -hmm. I will say though, I've known a lot of people who, if you, if you kind of just try willy nilly, like, oh, I'm just going to go to Google. I'm going to try the first one or just kind of go by what I think. Mm -hmm. I do think sometimes people can get burned by their first experience. Okay. So we'll say that too. Like I would almost rather you do a little bit more digging, maybe talk to friends, see if anybody who knows, maybe seeing someone that they'd recommend going to even like Facebook groups or, you know, trying to find podcasts that are talking about it. Like you said, because unfortunately I do think that some people they'll go to their first session they will be vulnerable. They'll start showing themselves. And if it's not a pleasant experience, if it's not a good fit, right. it can really, I think, make people like want to retreat. Like, oh, right. no, I'm not doing that again. Therapy's not for me. And it's like, oh, no, it probably is. You just need to find the right fit. <laughs> right. Obviously, we both think therapy is for everyone. And right. so I wonder what can we share to people listening of any more advice or tips to like, how do they navigate this? Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple things. I mean, you know, as we conversate. So I think when I kicked off my podcast last November, mm-hmm. I want to say like episode, I don't know, we can look at, link it down in the show notes, sure. but like five or six, I did about my therapy journey and I created some therapy resources. So like I have a PDF where I talk about just general oh, different types. I found a great like questionnaire PDF that someone else created that I just put in a Google Drive as a resource of like, things to consider when you're looking for a therapist. Mm. I'm happy to kind of share that link and that resource with your listeners as well, because truly I just think it's just helpful to have some background knowledge of different types. And like, and like I mentioned too, my other biggest tip is as much as people really 
maybe don't want to talk about if they are going to therapy, Mm -hmm. it's worth asking, you know, people in your close circle, family members, maybe even some of your colleagues, hey, is anybody going to therapy? Who are you seeing? Would you recommend anyone? Because I truly think getting a recommendation or just knowing like, oh, I went to this person and I really love them or, ooh, I went and that was not, you know, I'd maybe avoid that. When you can get some type of personal recommendation or referral, that is a really, I feel like, good route to go. Now I'm thinking of this. What would you say to someone who a few years back when I maybe would maybe mention it to family or people close to me at the Mm, time and you kind of get a scrunched nose or you, I don't want to blame them. This isn't like that they're at fault, but this is, they're scrunching their nose and like wondering like, (laughs) are you okay? Like, why do you like this idea that therapy is for only when you have this extreme traumatic specific event, a death, a suicide, uh, something like it's, it's reserved only for that. And I was not trying severe mental illness. Yes. Or I'm so depressed. Yes. Yes, I'm severely depressed. And I wasn't any of those things. And so then their little bit of like questioning or like, well, well, what's going on? Are you all right? Like this default mechanism where they're like, what's wrong with you? Are, like, are, so, are you trying to tell me something? And I'm like, no, I'm, I just think I want to explore this. I'd love to know more about myself. I don't think I was equipped with how to respond to that if if you do yeah. get that type of response. And I think that's another block that I was like, well, oh yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Like, I, why would I need therapy? Oh, I guess I don't need it. Agreed. That kind like, of mindset. What do I tell people, right? Yeah. Like once you start therapy, it's like, what do I tell people? Do I tell? Yeah. I'll share kind of like how I navigated that too. Cause what's funny is you and I are both at IFS. So we both know that that's like a part coming yeah, up, right? right? Like, so <laughs> once I was in therapy and I was worried, like, what if my mom asked, do I tell her yeah. or my whatever? Does it come up at a family gathering? So I knew a part was coming in where it's like, I feel ashamed, right? A part feels ashamed yeah. that I'm talking about my emotions or am I admitting that something's wrong with me? So I, you know, I will say personally, at first I didn't share, you know, I didn't share with anyone really (laughs) probably shared with like the gal at work who I knew she went to therapy and I knew that was like a totally normal thing. So I shared with a very small safe, you know, my husband knew I was going, but outside of that, I didn't share because I will say like, I didn't have the tools yet. And Mm -hmm. I hadn't figured out like all my parts to navigate that. So one, like if you're going to therapy, do not feel like you have to share your story. You and I both know it can be helpful, but do it when you're ready. So don't feel like you have to tell anyone. Just say, hey, I got an appointment. I'm going to the doctor. I'm going to the gym. Like whatever you want to say, say what you feel most comfortable now. And then two, I think like, right, as you you go along and you get more skills and you get better at setting boundaries, I will say, having like you and I having this conversation now and starting to get maybe more comfortable sharing with others. Right. I think it's helpful because when I, I don't know, shall we call them the naysayers, but meaning like naysayers, like they just maybe don't believe in therapy that they don't know how it could be helpful. Right. I think what's helpful is when we can share our story and say, Oh yeah, I'm in therapy. Oh, well you must be whatever, blah, blah, blah that they say. And you're like, Oh no, I actually use it as a personal development tool. It's helping me address my limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. I think the more we can give other reasons why people might be in mm. therapy, yeah, who knows? We might be helping break that belief in them, you know, and they, right. they might even consider it as a tool as well. So I think when people feel more ready, when we can share all the other magic that can happen in therapy, I think it starts to break the, the miscon 
perception around it. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so true. I remember in like my fifth or sixth session and I, I actually asked her, I said, you know, I finally just shared a bits and piece here about a few sessions with, you know, a family member and their response out of love was, did we do something wrong? Did we push you too much? Like, yes. was it our fault? And yes. all I could say at the time was that's no, that's not the point. Like no one's at fault. I, again, right. like I, I feel I had a, an ideal childhood. I just think that now as a 36 year old woman, I just think we all are going to have baggage from our childhood. It's like, we, there's, oh gosh, it's yes. like, we're just going to. And my yes. hope now as an adult is that I don't give the exact same bag of baggage to my kids. Right. Like, I hope right. it's at least different because then I, to me, it means like I didn't work on anything. I didn't try right. to fix any of my feelings, emotions, anything that I was grappling with. And I just like pass it right down to the next generation. And I just wholeheartedly feel we need to do better than that. I remember our, my yes. therapist, when I asked her, like, what do I say? And she said, Candace, yes, I know we're on session five or six. This is very new. This is very new to yeah. you. You have this light in you and you have permission to protect this. And you don't yes. like, I need you to be a little more selfish here in that you don't need the words to tell anyone else. You don't have to tell them. To me, I was like, whoa, like, no, I don't. I don't have to tell anybody. I don't need to give reasons. Like you said, I, if I needed to get out of work or something, and luckily this year I don't, I can just make them because I'm working for yeah. myself. But if I had to, and maybe that, that yeah, was for a reason. Right, right. <laughs> right. But if you had to, and you're still in a nine to five or whatever, say I have an appointment. Like most people don't ask yes. like, oh, well, what is your appointment? They just take exactly, it for yeah. what it's worth. Yep. Like it can be anything. I'm going to the doctor. Like it's very easy for us to say that, but it's hard to say the other. And I think that I just want people to have permission that that's okay, that that's hard right now. And it's okay that you don't want to tell people and you are allowed to protect that and you have the right to those feelings. So, and the other thing I was thinking was, I just think that don't want this to turn into like, you know, the generation before us or our parents or whatever, whoever listens thinking like it's their fault. No, we're all just trying to do better than than the ones before us. And I think we only know yes. what we know and you don't know what you don't know. And at the time, I've talked about this with my dad, actually, and he's like, we I didn't know what to do with emotions and things. It, it was a sign of weakness when he was growing up. And so he right. didn't know what to do. He didn't know not, you know, other than to say, OK, we got to suck it up. We're playing a basketball game like we got to put that away for now. That type of thinking, that part of me got me through college basketball. That part of me was so tough. That part yes. of me made me get through a lot of things and thrive and be a, you know, have a lot of sports accolades and whatnot. But as an adult yes. and a mother now, that part of me working as it was before, I've been able to learn like that, that is not helping me. No, <laughs> it is not serving, serving me. You. Right. And so I don't, oh, I think another piece that I just feel called to share right now is like my therapist, Angie had said, do you know that it's okay that we can love that part? We can send it appreciation and say, wow, like, I can't believe the job you did during that time. But also now to say, you can, you're staying with me. I'm not getting rid of you, but you're not going to work in this way anymore. Like put you in yes. a different spot, take you out of the driver's seat. Because I just wanted to like slam the door shut, to be honest about college basketball and that type of lifestyle. Like I just was relieved to be done with it when it was done and I wanted to shut it. Yep. And I even blocked out some memories that I've figured that out in the last year that I did that. And, 
And so now I can like send it appreciation, send that time period appreciation and all the parts of me that helped me get through all that. But I can take the good with it. I can take what I learned and I can, and I'm allowed to take the good parts, but I'm, I can leave the other parts that didn't feel as good. It's not about. And it feels so freeing, yes, right? It, it feels, feels so freeing, freeing to be able to do that. It feels freeing and it feels like I don't have to be like on eggshells or scared because honestly, there's parts of me that were maybe, you know, avoiding watching basketball on TV or avoiding just yep. dumb things like that where I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? It was this protective part that was like, well, we're not going to let you, you know, even come close to this again. Go there. Yeah. Yeah. And then yep. that's not serving oh. me either. So I just felt inclined to say, you know, you just, you're allowed to take the parts that were good or the, the little bits that you learned, bring it with, and you can let the other part go and release it. And yeah. is there anything else that's popping into your head that you're like, oh, we got to say this before we're done with this very first kind of opening talk about therapy? Even just back to your part, because it, like you said, I think, what are some of the barriers, right? That people yeah. are saying like, why you don't go, whether it's, I don't know enough, or um, I don't feel ready, or what, what happens in therapy? I think we've shared some of those insights. And then, mm. Like you said, it's not about, it's not about blaming or, you know, you did this wrong. So to that point, I think one, it's also remembering like all your emotions are valid. So if things are coming up from when you were younger and you were angry, remember that's valid. You don't have to keep saying like, oh, but they did their best. Like it's literally okay for you to be upset too, right? Like it's all, it's, it can be all the things too. I think like it's, natural human nature to want to evolve so again Mm. it's not that everything was so terrible but it's like how can we all evolve and even our parents they evolved from their parents in in different ways right it might have looked up as more like okay I need to evolve and be better with our money so we're going to be really good with our money whatever that is right we all have this nature to want to evolve Mm. and going to therapy can be one of those amazing ways because like you said how can I like pass down something differently to my son? How can I show up differently? And that's that's not going to mean it's perfect by no means. Like you said, my guess is there's still going to be some baggage that he gets and I'll be the first one. I'll be the first one to tell him about therapy. I'll be like, hey, buddy, like if you need to talk to someone, just go. (laughs) But I just think it's normal that we want to keep evolving and pushing the envelope and seeing how can we do better. And so if you're listening and you're just thinking you're, you're ready, you know, we'll share some resources that might help you on your journey. I think that's a perfect way to end this and wrap this up. So we will tag anything that we mentioned. We'll try to get that tagged in the show notes for you guys. And I just hope that you listen to this, share this episode and really get this conversation started because I just know in my heart that there are people that can benefit from this, that are thinking about this, that know they should go, that haven't pulled that trigger yet. Like I, I had hadn't yet until early March. And so I am so excited that we finally got this recorded because we've had Me sick too. kids and all kinds of different things Yay. pop up that has held us from this. So I'm, I appreciate you being here, Maria, and I know we'll have more to talk Absolutely. about soon. Thank you for having me, Candace. Always love, always love having a good conversation with you. Okay. And to the listeners, you have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.